There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Your alternative adult shop. Looking for a naughty novelty gift? Then look no further. Mizzy'sBoutique.com Subscribe to our mailing list to receive updates on sales and new products. Well, hey there. Welcome to this month's episode. It's a little bit different. Definitely an interesting composition from what I've done previously, but I kind of dig it, and I hope that you do too. One thing I want to mention is listen to the very end because we are doing an amazing giveaway for this particular episode for this month. So all the details will be announced at the end of the show. So let's get into it. What a weekend. Going into this one, I had no idea what to expect, but we had so many humans coming from various locations that I was like really excited and really kind of anticipating the weekend and how it was going to go. And since everybody was coming from so many different locations, it was like a little melting pot of who was going to be in attendance. So it was kind of like, is everybody going to blend? Is everybody going to get along? Like, is personality going to match, et cetera, et cetera. So there was like angst, but like excitement at the same time. In my heart, I knew that they would all get along because individually, they're all really incredible people. But you just never know. You just never know what the personalities. And I'll get into some of it like as we go on. But oh my gosh, what a freaking weekend. (laughs) So the weekend really started on Thursday night when Brooklyn and Ben arrived. And that was a pleasant surprise because I didn't think that they were coming until Friday afternoon. So for them to come all the way from North Carolina to come here and celebrate just summer and be part of the white party and just be in our company was really wonderful. And so just like as a side cap, if you don't know who Brooklyn and Ben are, beautiful humans. If you've listened to the historical episodes of the podcast, you will hear several adventures with them. We've been making memories with them for like four to five years now, I'd say, going all the way back to the calendar competition at Secrets Hideaway, where both of us were competing to win our birthday months. And we did. And that was a super fun trip. We made a lot of freaking memories. That is where it all started. And that is where this amazing friendship really, really flourished. So for them to be able to spend the entire weekend with us up in New York was just like the icing on the cake after all this time. And like I said, since it worked out that they arrived early, we had some really nice quality time with them because the last time we saw them was when we went to St. Thomas earlier this year. And we definitely had some catching up to do after that trip. We all had so many different things going on in life that we haven't really had the opportunity to kind of like chit chat since then. And that was like May. So to be able to have some personal time and like really, really just like chill with them was great. So Friday morning, we all hopped in the hot tub with some mimosas and chatted the afternoon away and just really just vibed well. It was a beautiful, beautiful start to this entire weekend. And as we were chit-chatting away, we kind of ran into when our first set of guests were arriving because we were having sporadic arrivals throughout the day on Friday. Like the first one was coming, I think, like around two o'clock and then like five o'clock and then like eight o'clock or some shit like that. I can't quite remember. Yeah. So the next set of guests to arrive was who we like to call Fluffy Tornado because that is exactly what she is. And I'm I'm kind of really happy that she embraces that nickname. And that came from freaking a couple years ago when we were celebrating my birthday camp out here. She's like the kindest human you will ever meet with the largest and loudest personality, and hence the nickname. But she does. She embraces it so much. And her phones and watch are called Fluffy Tornado. And she's got this like really funny tattoo that we all got when she was here the last time. 
So just to be able to embrace her and her feel just so welcomed and just funny and all that stuff, we we really like having her around. She's <laughs> she's just really wildly out of control <laughs> on every level. But she makes everybody laugh so much. And when she enters a room, you definitely know that she's there. So, you know, overall, <laughs> the entire weekend, we were all just like cracking up over the weirdest shit that, that was just happening. And she also, she brought a new friend with her. And this new friend... She is completely new to the lifestyle, had no idea what it was that she was getting herself into or, you know, what was actually going to transpire. But she did have such an open mind and she was such a lovely, lovely woman that we really hope that she just sticks around and continues to come to the events and stuff like that because her personality fits so well with us. She had such an open mind. She had such a great time. She really got to experience what the swingers lifestyle world was like in the company of people that she felt comfortable with. And so for me, when I was thinking back on it, I feel really happy that they arrived on Friday. So at least they can spend time with, not they, her. So at least she could spend time with the group and get a feel for like what we're all like and get a comfort level with all of us. Because sometimes when you go into the events, like you just don't know what you're going to run into. You know what I mean? So for her to feel like she was in the company of people that she can trust that would protect her and make her feel safe, but also allow her to explore in a new scenario, that made me happy because that means that everything that Spencer and I are working towards is exactly what the outcome is. And that to me, is the most important part of the lifestyle journey that he and I are on. And specifically me, you know, with this podcast, trying to share, you know, the ins and outs and the ways to be able to participate in the lifestyle. So, you know, to have this experience with her, to talk to her beforehand, and then also to talk to her afterwards, because of course there's learnings and of course there's different, you know, mindsets going into it versus what actually happens and, you know, like some different things during play, like where she didn't expect some things or she was questioning it afterwards just to understand some of the compositions and stuff like that. So it was a really great weekend spent with her from a new person perspective and for her to walk away from the weekend feeling thrilled and happy. It was an A+. Plus. So that was second set of arrival. So at this point in time, we have Brooklyn Ben, we have Fluffy Tornado and her friend. And then shortly thereafter, we had the next set of guests arrive and they were a married couple. Not were. They are a married couple. They are the kindest hearts. And we've known them for a couple of years now from our events in Rhode Island. Yet I was always really apprehensive about opening up my friend circle and I feel really bad because he called me out on it being like, I thought you didn't like me. And I was kind of just like, it's not that. It's just I am a really weird person, personality like in person. And I'm a little bit more introverted in person. And I was trying to give him a little bit more of a perspective. And so that kind of made me feel bad because if he feels that way, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that feel that way. And just know that is not my intentions. And I'm certainly not making and. I'm not purposely trying to make anybody feel bad or, you know, anything of the sorts. It's just my own comfort level and how I interact. You know, like I know I have work to do and I need to be more open and accepting as we've talked about. And so this was like our journey into being more open and, and inviting, right? Because when you have people that genuinely care and genuinely are always asking if they can help, like if you need anything, just like a, hey, how are you? you know, a funny little thing here, a funny little thing there. Like those are quality people. Those are the people that you should be embracing. And I don't know why it took so long to, you know, really open up our arms to them. Like absolutely ridiculous. But I'm so happy that we did because truthfully, fucking funny, loving, caring, just, I mean, every single descriptive adjective that you can put out there on great people are, are them. And you can find them on Instagram under Married with Benefits 317, I believe it is. But I'll tag them in all my social posts and stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm really happy they were able to get away for the weekend and, you know, just come into a more intimate setting where we can really get to learn about each other and spend time together. Spencer and I were really looking forward to how that friendship is like was going to blossom. And I think that going forward from here on out, they'll always be part of our like inner circle because 
I genuinely feel safe and comfortable in their company. And like I said, like if they put a smile on your face, of course they should be part of it. And then last but not least, shortly thereafter, Chris from Chris Fusion, you know, I always call him Chris Fusion Parties because that's what his name is on Facebook. But Fusion Parties is coming up this weekend. I, well, you're not even going to know because you're going to be listening to this afterwards. And then I'm going to record another podcast so I can blend it all together for you. But we're going to his penthouse party this weekend. I can't freaking wait. In any event, so Chris came and he brought his girlfriend and he also brought a unicorn. And uh, Unicorn, she's an amazing chick. She's somebody that Spencer and I have just really created a special bond with. She's a remarkable human being on all levels of things. She takes my spirituality personality and shines through with it. So I feel so warm and comfortable in her company because, you know, whatever she's saying, I can always relate to and resonate with. And so for me, the communications, and sometimes we're not even talking. It's just like we're just like quietly hanging out. But the aura and the comfortability of it all is just really nice. And, you know, Spencer really digs her too. So he has like a little protective, you know, mindset over her and like really tried to make her feel very comfortable because sometimes unicorns coming into an open environment, you know, pretty much flying solo is a very intimidating situation. And if you are a unicorn and are able to vocalize that you need somebody to watch out for you when you come to the event because you don't necessarily feel comfortable flying solo, you know, that is an okay statement to make. It is okay to find those people that will watch you from afar and make sure that you are in a good place at all times. And so that's what Spencer provided for her this weekend. And, you know, that makes me really happy. It makes me happy that there are other females out there that trust Spencer as much as I because, truthfully speaking, sometimes it's really rare to find somebody that really will look out for you and really protect you in the way that you need it, not in the way that they think you need it, but how you need it. And Spencer's very receptive of that quality and can, you know, he, he tunes in and hones in on what it is that you're up to, what your body language is and how it's happening for him to be able to watch over you the best way possible. And that is why I love him so much and why I love when the girls just appreciate and trust him in that manner. So if that's ever the case, ladies, and you need somebody, Spencer is your guy. I will never feel offended by it. I will always encourage you to, you know, voice that you need a protector for the night. And so coming out of the weekend, I know that she had a really nice conversation with him, sharing her thoughts on how appreciative she was that he did provide that to her. And I'm really excited to say that she'll be traveling with us to Fusion Parties, New Hampshire, this weekend. So I think that like our friendship is just flourishing into this like really wonderful, who knows what, you know, sky's the limit. And those are the things that make me happy. Finding the people that fit in your tribe, that just rock on and just, it's just a glorious day. And that's exactly what this this little friendship of ours has. So at this time, you know, everybody pretty much arrived and everybody was still getting themselves sorted into, you know, getting themselves situated. But we did turn Friday night into a little shindig. It was super low key, nothing crazy. We had some of our local friends come, you know, my sexy nurse came and the other new lifestyle couple that I had mentioned previously that came to the birthday party. We kind of just like gathered, you know, our Long Island lifestyle friends and, you know, we all just like chilled very low key underneath the gazebo, having drinks, smoking, chit-chatting, laughing. It was it was like really it was like an an intimate meet and greet sort of. You know what I mean? Because not everybody knew each other. It was a very new interaction for many people there. So I think that keeping it low key for Friday night so we can really have a good time on Saturday was like the best way to go and it executed seamlessly. Now, the only thing I was really worried about is where the fuck was everybody going to sleep? Because goodness gracious, the house is kind of small, right? And now here you have one Brooklyn Ben, the other two, the three from Fusion, I don't know, Fluffy and her friend. So we had like eight people sleeping at the house. There's air mattresses everywhere. Chris and his girlfriend slept in the little house in Mizzy's boutique. And there was like just air mattresses on the floor, the bedroom. Oh, my God. It was silly. But I love that. To me, I'm like, okay, you know what? Adult sleepover slumber party. Let's fucking do this. And I think that it just makes it more of like a community aspect of things. And it makes everybody kind of 
coexist a little bit more intimately, right? Because you're forced into these environments. You have no other choice but to figure out how to make it work. And so that's exactly what we all did. And I'm so thankful and appreciative to all of you that spent the weekend at the house because you were so kind and gracious and supportive. And, you know, you washed my dishes and you cleaned up the counter and you swept my floors. Like it was just like you belonged here. And I did not leave this weekend feeling exhausted, tired, overwhelmed or anything. You all made me feel so soft and protected in my own space. And that is one of the things that I realized coming out of this weekend that when you do find those people that are just really calm and collective and teamwork and all that stuff, it's okay to take a step back and let everybody help. It's okay to not have to do everything on your own. And it's okay to lean on everybody else when you know where your mindset is going into it. Because I did have a little anxiety going into it because there were going to be so many people at the house. And generally speaking, that's overwhelming for me on top of having to run, you know, an event per se. And we weren't really running it at this particular moment in time. We were just doing, you know, the setup and providing the DJ, which then over (laughs) the over like Saturday in a short period of time, that all changed on what our responsibilities were going to be. But, you know, so for me to have to feel like I need to entertain and then put on the event and blah, 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 that's exhausting for me. But this weekend, I didn't feel like I needed to entertain. I didn't feel that way. I just, I think that it's because everybody meshed so well and it was so easy. Everybody kind of just took care of themselves in this really unique way that it just flowed so nicely. So thank you, everybody, for just providing whatever it is that you did provide to this weekend. And just know that you guys are all welcome at this house anytime that you want. You don't even have to say that you're coming. You could just show up and we will welcome you with open arms. And that is a matter of fact. And so with all these thoughts in mind, my most favorite parts of the weekend were the early mornings when we're having coffee outside, having intimate conversation, or jumping in the hot tub and, you know, having a drink in there. But like those moments where you were just absolutely chilling and just enjoying the sunshine and enjoying the company and just fucking shooting the shit over everything and anything. It those those were my favorite moments. And well, I mean, those were my favorite moments, but I laughed my ass off a ton at the fucking white party. I mean, all weekend, really. But at the white party, I don't know what the fuck we had going on. But I feel like we were all just like out of our minds, silly. And it was a really great time. And talking to other guests that attended the white party, they were like, that crew in the corner is so wildly, entertainingly funny and just like all these silly things. So I was like, yes, you go. You go, mindbender peeps. Like, I love you. We did it. Like, we really showed that we didn't care what was going on around us and we thoroughly were enjoying each other's company and just living life to its fullest and it was fucking fantastic. That was fantastic. What else? Gosh, there's so many different thoughts that like I can't even I can't even put it all together. So yeah, so this is, you know, we got through Saturday and like I said, you know, everybody kind of just had a great time Saturday morning being super low key. We had bagels, we had just chilling, but we did have to be at setup by 10 a.m. So getting everybody together, we got over there. And again, they didn't have to come and help, but we're really grateful that they did. Setup went super quick. We did our thing. Everything looked amazing. If you want to see photos of it, you can find my social media, which is Mizzy Bender. There is a lot of like setup and different things, just like all the different furniture pieces we use and what the backyard looks like and, you know, just where the dance floor is and, you know, things like that. Just like small little snippets to give you an idea of what the ambiance of the event is going to be like. Now, the event, we had to go there for 10 o'clock setup. We finished around 12, so mostly everybody went and got tacos. Spencer and I were still back at the venue, kind of just like getting last things situated. So we did not go with everybody, but we met everybody back at the house so we could get ready and be back at the party for the start at 3 p.m. Now, 3 p.m. start time is kind of difficult because that's like a really long time for an event. Don't get me wrong. Pool party, backyard party is amazing, and I love it. And the more the daytime brings something different than the evening time, right? The daytime people are chilling. They're just like soaking up the sun. They're having their drinks. They're getting acquainted and stuff. 
shit doesn't go down until fucking sun goes down. So you got a long time to kind of just like pool party it up, right? And for me, I I don't want to go hard during the day, right? So we we just were low key. We were just chilling. We set up a little spot in the corner that was like a couch section that fit all of us perfectly. So we kind of just set up shop there and was just, you know, really kind of chilling. But once dark came, oh, we all got turned up. That's for sure. <laughs> to watch everybody, you know, kind of transform into their wild selves is a really fun kind of thing. And I think I laughed and just so many different ridiculous scenarios the entire night long and it ended with like most of us sleeping on the couch outside which was ridiculous in itself but we had the best time and I think just between drinking laughing smoking doing our little naughty shenanigans and stuff we were just exhausted and so you know for us to all fall asleep on the couch you know us girls were like all snuggled up like piled on to like one another in some sort of connective energy type spot and it was super silly. I had Fluffy Tornado. She was down at the end of the freaking couch, and I was at the top of the couch. And at some point in time, I don't even understand why I was sleeping and she was sleeping. She's, like, pinching my leg. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So after, like, four or five times, I guess I, like, woke out of my sleep. I was like, if you don't fucking stop, I'm going to punch you in the face in, like, three fucking seconds. I was so taken back that this was going on that I just like couldn't even wrap my head around it and it was just like a wild adventure after that trying to get everybody like awake and back to the house and it was honestly a clusterfuck of fun and I will remember it forever that is for sure we had Mr. DJG on the music and he fucking killed it I'll tell you what he had those people jamming all night long on a music journey you couldn't even comprehend. We went through every single genre, time period, but they were fucking happy as can be. And it was really great to see that, you know, no matter what the circumstances, that guy can always, 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 always make everybody stay on their feet dancing. It was it was really, really great. This is like kind of what the white party was looking like. And by the time it was time to go home. I think that we all just like crashed. We we got back to the house, all went into our separate corners, and that was that. Sunday morning, we reconvened for egg sandwiches out under the gazebo, and it was time to kind of like, you know, get everybody all sorted and packed up because they all had different departure times, you know, also. But Spencer and I needed to also make it back to the venue so we can clean everything up. So everybody pretty much left. And Spencer and I got back to the venue. Maybe it was like 3, 3.30, something like that. And Fluffy Tornado and her friend hadn't left yet. So they ended up meeting us over there and helped pack things up some, which was great because having some extra hands is really helpful. Spencer and I can do it on our own with no problem, but it just makes it a little bit more fun and silly when you have other people around you and, you know, just thankful for everybody's help. So that went like a little bit faster than we were anticipating, which was great because then I was able to go back and just chill Sunday night and binge some Netflix and just like kind of just like unwind. But like I said, I didn't really have that much unwinding to do because it was really just super, you know, chill and low key and easy. So I don't know if it's my perspective is changing and I'm becoming more open minded and trying to be more in the moment and not think so much that it went so well. Because I also, you know, like going into the week, we do Wednesday nights at the beach. So I'm like, oh my God. You know, last week I asked Spencer, I'm like, please, please don't make us go to the beach. Because I was like, I can't handle going to the beach on Wednesday, Brooklyn and Ben coming in on Thursday, and then everybody else coming Friday, and then partying through the weekend. And then thinking about having to go back to the beach on Wednesday to travel to New Hampshire for the penthouse party, then to go back to the beach on Wednesday to travel to New Hampshire for the boat party, then to go back to the beach on Wednesday to travel to Rhode Island for our white party. You know, when I think about all of that, it makes me exhausted. But then I'm like, what the fuck else am I doing in life? So what difference does it make? Just fucking chill and who cares? So with that mindset, I think that this is why I was able to have a much more enjoyable time. I'm still finding my balance, right, between being open-minded and accepting of everybody being in my personal space and inviting people into my sexual space. You know, like I feel very close with Brooklyn and Ben and Fluffy Tornado. And so for me, 
sexuality or my sexual tensions flow very easily with them and there's no boundaries and anything goes really pretty much at any time. And that makes me feel comfortable. But I did not branch out, you know, to any new people this weekend simply because I was working on, you know, being more open-minded in one aspect of things. So in one regard, I kept my comfort level where it was in one spot for me to be a little bit more open in the next spot. Now going into New Hampshire is going to be a little bit different because we are traveling with a gentleman that Spencer and I have said, oh, hey, we have a proposition for you. And that proposition caught him off guard, frankly. But it's really funny. We were at the beach one night and I said to him, I was like, oh, would you be interested in fucking me, basically, is what I said. And he looked at me like his eyes in a fucking, you know, a deer in headlights. And he was like, where did this come from? And I said to him, I said, listen, I said, Spencer, I think really enjoys me, you know, banging his friends more so than strangers because he trusts his friends and he knows what his chemistry is with his friends on how they can both be towards me. So I think that that's Spencer's comfort level. And so I was explaining that to him. But then on the flip side of things, I've known this gentleman for so long and he is very compassionate. He's super trustworthy. He's a beautiful man, just in every aspect of things, mind, body, and soul. He's he's very lighthearted, but in a very hardcore way. You know what I mean? But you don't see that. And it's he's he's a, he's really great. So he is physically traveling with us. And then we have, you know, our sexy nurse who is also traveling, not in the same car, but we'll be following along. And then we're picking up my sweet little unicorn, Luna, who I was sharing about earlier. So we'll all be traveling together. So when I look at this, I was like, okay, I'm traveling with my safe space. So now that I have my safe space with me from, you know, potential play aspects, and this is not an expectation thing by any means. When I say my safe space, these are people that I can be openly flirtatious with and be my complete self with. And this is not, you know, has nothing to do with penetration or fucking or anything of the sorts. It is just me being able to be me. And, you know, if I want to grind up on them, if I want to be in their personal space, we all have that open minded attitude. And if something were to go further, then that's okay. But anytime I say that I'm with these people, I'm strictly talking about me being able to be myself and it never is involving actual sex. So I just wanted to make sure that I was really clear on that because we should never go into these things with expectations or anything of the sorts because who the fuck knows what's going to happen, you know, after you, you know, get into the night or the nights, you know, who knows, you know what I mean? So like anything's possible. So never that scenario. Another thing that came out of the white party is we found this lovely couple who lives very close to us, actually. Well, not very close. They're like 45 minutes away or so. We met them at the white party and we have started to create like a friendship. And they actually met us at the beach last night. So I do think that this is going to develop into, I don't know if it would develop into a play thing. It's too early to tell. To have friends, you know, additional lifestyle friends, like real lifestyle friends that live close to us, not those that are kind of teeter-tottering between vanilla lifestyle or whatever. It's nice to be able to grow, you know, our friend base over here. You know, we really love going out to dinner and just getting drinks and just like basic vanilla stuff. So to have a couple that is close to home, around our same age, interested in the same kind of stuff as us, all that is, you know, something that we've been looking for for such a long time. So I'm really happy that we've found it and we're going to start to explore this. So that was another thing that came out of the white party. I don't know. So here, here we are. It's a Tuesday. No, how silly. It's Thursday and the week is just about over. So I wanted to make sure that I recorded and captured this podcast before we go into the New Hampshire weekend. And as always, you know, if you have any questions or thoughts that have come out of the white party weekend, send me a message, mizzybender at outlook.com. I'd be happy to answer anything on the next show or, you know, just respond to you personally via email, depending on what it is that's going on. So here we go into commercial, guys. Looking for the ultimate adult entertainment night of your life? Check out MindBenderParties.com Subscribe to our mailing list to receive the latest event listings and updates MindBender Parties MindBender Parties Where life is anything but ordinary Surprise! I have Spencer with me How's it going everybody? So, 
We're going to be recapping what has transpired since the penthouse party because I recorded like a little snippet of the Hamptons White Party and now we're on just what's been happening the last couple of weeks. So since then we've did penthouse party, we did the boat party, and then we did Wild and Out White. So it's been like a weird day. We're now in the car. We're coming home and we kind of messed up our ferry. So I don't know how we did that, but... It was so fucking high, I guess, when I booked our reservations. I got to blame it on something. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. But, I mean, in fairness, so we thought that we had a 5 p.m. ferry home, but in actuality, we had a 3 p.m. ferry. And I think that you thought that probably because that's just what we've done for the past couple of weeks, because we've literally done this same trip three weeks in a row. So that's like kind of where we're at. So if you hear any, you know, wildlife on the outside, just know that we're traveling and this is one of our best moments to record and, and probably one of my favorite, truthfully. So tell me what you thought of Fusion Party's penthouse party. What an amazing space. Top of a building in the middle of Manchester, New Hampshire. Just 12,000 square feet views all around the garden. Oh my God, that atrium was amazing. If you go to Mizzy Bender, yeah, Mizzy Bender on any social media platform, you'll see a snippet of what that penthouse looked like. That atrium was like my most favorite spot. It had just like flowers and then had like the hanging chairs that oversaw all the scenery from whatever town new hampshire i forget what town manchester so yeah it was super cool we ended up getting up there on saturday right early in the day saturday we had our sexy nurse with us that's what i refer to her as and who else we traveled with luna yeah and that was really fun i really enjoy when we bring people with us and like we're traveling because it just like makes the silliness now although luna was in the car with us and sexy nurse and her husband were not so it wasn't an official like, you know, all travel together, but we were on the boat together and like each leg of our travel, we kind of like met up. So and we, we, we actually taxied up together the whole way. Yeah, right. Exactly. We just weren't in the same car. Yeah. yeah no. So that was an adventure in an app. Yeah. And so the Hollywood. Yeah. No, not on that trip. Oh, yeah, there was. That's exactly right. That's right. Flashing. But our vehicles are such different heights and it makes it so hard sometimes. This freaking Titan is like a little beast trying to like maneuver through so yeah so we get to the penthouse and we kind of almost immediately started you know kind of getting things set up for the the night we had to get the mattresses set up you guys did a ton of fucking furniture rearranging chris had hired a bartender so like she came in set up the entire bar area and we were kind of all just like doing our thing and it was it was a super fun crew so i think that we all had like a really good time while we were getting the event put together which, I mean, we always do anyways. And then the fucking party itself was booming. I mean, the place was packed out. I think everybody really enjoyed something completely different, right? Because we've never done something like that before. The setup, I think, was super inviting. I think that you guys did a really great job with the lighting and just the whole ambiance of the place was, like, spectacular. Of which, because it was so spectacular, he's going to be doing a New Year's Eve party. And My Mentor Parties is going to be producing the dungeon or play space, however you want to play it, because it's not really a dungeon, I would say, where it'd be doing beds. And so that will be super fun. Of course, it will be unique and pretty amazing and fantastic. I have no doubt about that. So if you want information on that, then you can find Fusion Parties Instagram. It's just fusion.parties. And you can get all the information, you know, just like send a message and they'll be able to talk through everything with you. I'm really happy that we have New Year's Eve plans set still. And we have, like, the crew is already, like, getting their arrangements in order so they can come and everything. So I think that we'll have a really great group just to ring in the new year with, which is amazing. No, because we always do something really cool on New Year's Eve to kind of ring it in with some of our friends and stuff. So this will be a fun, fun time. What would you say is, like, did you have, like, a favorite moment of the penthouse or? I just thought it was great all around. Yeah. It was a really good vibe. It was uh you know, I, I like hanging out on the roof deck. Actually, I did really like watching the fireworks that day. Yeah. There was a baseball team or some sort of big local baseball team that had a firework night. And we were actually watching the fireworks from the pub. Yeah, that's right. And somehow you do always spot the fireworks. We'll be out somewhere and you'll be like, oh, my God, look at what's happening in the distance. And like always captures your eye, which is 
you do really pay attention to the small details, which makes life a little bit more enjoyable all the time. I do agree being out on that rooftop was so nice. The weather was pretty perfect. It was not too hot. It wasn't really cold. Weather was like just perfect. And seeing the skyline was pretty spectacular because the only time I've really ever seen something like that is going to like Brooklyn or New York City or something. I can't even imagine another time that I saw like a skyline at that level. It was super cool. We go to New England. We go to Manchester. We're going, shit, even if we're not going to Manchester, we can be in Portsmouth, Maine or Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and we're going to Manchester to go to the Breast Cafe. Listen, I think it's not a trip to New Hampshire unless we do go there. Uh, We talk about it time and time again that we just love the staff there. They're so warm and welcoming and the food is amazing. So every single new person that we bring to New Hampshire with us, we're always like, we got to bring you here. And it just the crew just keeps getting bigger and bigger and they just keep meeting more and more people when we come. It's great. I mean, their food is so amazing. It's fresh. It comes out pretty quick. So if we're in a bind, we know that we can get in and out of there quickly. But also, if we have time on our hands, it's also a place that we could just sit and chill and not be rushed out of there. So I think for us, it is the perfect place for us to be able to go because it meets all of our needs at whatever time that may be. And, you know, so I think that's one of the reasons why I love it so much. Can't hate it. Nope, not at all. And I'm super obsessed with their lemonade ginger turmeric i feel like it's the perfect hangover cure yeah it is the most delicious satisfying thing to drink in the morning after you've just partied your pants off it just adds a little like revitalization but yeah so like overall i think that we laughed a bunch i think that we had a really great time overall and everybody with us had a really great time so I say penthouse party. Yes, well done. And don't forget, if you are interested in New Year's Eve, to find the Instagram account, fusion.parties, and he will tell you all about it there. Now we move on to, that's right, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Is that how you say it? Ports, Portsmouth. Oh, no, Portsmouth. Or, no, Portsmouth. Yeah, I'm not sure. How, I can't pronounce those names. Yeah, New Hampshire. Again, It was another thing that I was really looking forward to because it was such a unique thing to do a boat ride around New Hampshire in a lifestyle way. So, yes, to be part of that, Mizzy's Boutique was vending. And like I said, to be like part of that first kind of initial launch or something like that was super fun. Now, I don't know that I would necessarily do that again, simply because like being on the water is not my most favorite thing. So I do think that everybody that was on the boat had the best time ever. Everybody was just like rocking and doing their thing and dancing, going crazy. And I think overall for that type of venue, it was fantastic. The boat itself, like the party itself. But yes, I do agree that little rocking didn't work out too well for my shoes. So I immediately was like, oh, maybe I should put my flats on and take off these thigh high boots because I don't want to break an ankle. I had already bashed my head on the table. Like when we first got there, I didn't need any more injuries. And I thought it was really cool too, because when we were on the boat itself, we were literally in between New Hampshire and Maine. So that was really unique. And I didn't know it was on my bucket list, but I was like, well, this is a pretty cool moment to capture. So I thought that was great. And the weather itself, it wasn't raining. It wasn't too hot. It was cool. See, I was quite comfortable because that outfit that you got me, although super perfect for the event itself, was very hot. It was a very hot costume. So that kind of worked in my favor, though, because I usually am pretty cold. And then like being out on the water. So when you were like, I think that you're going to be just fine from a temperature standpoint, you were definitely on point with that. So, yeah, that was (laughs) look look at you go. We go. Yeah. And again, we had like the normal suspects with us. We had. This particular time, Sexy Nurse and her husband did travel in the car with us. And then we stopped and we picked up Luna on the way. So we had all of us in the car together. And that, I think you and Lou kind of just like laughed your asses off the entire time in the front seat. And that was really great. It made the travel super fast. We had a really great time. Again, we went to the press cafe. (laughs) That place is like. I don't know. I guess we don't go back there for a couple of months, maybe. So we're kind of like, 
Oh, yeah, that's right. A couple weeks. <laughs> Duh. Well, I mean, it seems like a couple months because we've been up there. Probably. Yeah, it's true. We have traveled every single weekend in this August, which is the first time that we've done this much travel in a month. Like, normally we do a lot of travel, but this is the first time we have had every single weekend booked. And let's not mention, not forget to mention that we have still continuously gone to the beach yeah. in between it all. The last time is coming up this Wednesday, yeah. the end of summer. Because I guess we're approaching Labor Day, which is crazy. And summer went so fast. Fucking for real. But we had a really great summer, if you ask me, right? I most loved when everybody came to the house for the white party. I know I did a recap on my own, and it's a pretty in-depth recap because there was so much that was happening that night. But I think that that bonded a bunch of us, you know, and kind of like created a new little fun group that we have going on because everybody really just like intermingled so well that I think that the amount of laughter and energy that comes out of all of us hanging out together is remarkable. We haven't gotten to the white party yet this past weekend, but when I was looking through all of the videos between like what you've captured, what I captured, what Luna captured, I mean, like everybody is just laughing and it's like, I mean, it's, it's really just really, really spectacular. What did you think about the white party? What was your most favorite part about that? Set up. Your setup, I thought, was a very interesting flick. I think it really broke up the space a little differently from what we normally do. It had a little more flow. I do agree with that. It was definitely much easier for people to dance because it wasn't so congested in one area. Yeah. So normally when you walk into the event, Mizzy's Boutique is like right there when you walk in and then you go to the cash register and you then are kind of like staring at the dungeon like when you're at the cash register. And then the dance floor is to the right and then... So left is the private and open play space. This time around, we had the boutique right when you walked in behind the register. So you were looking at it. And the dungeon was set up next to the entrance where the boutique normally is. And looking at it, it actually made the space look so much bigger because the boutique didn't cut off the entranceway when you first walk in there. So it made it seem like it was so much more spacious. Now... I do know why we were doing that with the boutique that way, kind of funneling in and trying to make a streamlined entrance point. But I think the way that you line the tables up, it didn't make it overwhelming at the entrance. It didn't make it congested or anything of the sorts. It all really did flow. I was a little bit concerned when you kind of move those small tables into that spot where I thought that we were going to leave open. So I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to jam up that space. All right, it made it a little bit more intimate for people who wanted to talk. It really did. It really changed that space right there tremendously, and it got a lot of use. Area all night long, just talking and hanging out, laying in the chairs. Yeah, so that setup was really good. And then we just recently added, like, additional play space, kind of. So there's three private playrooms, and then there's the open playroom in the back. And then depending on weather, there is the bed that goes outside in the can, is you call it a canopy, a gazebo. So we've really like enhanced the amount of play space too, because that was one of the things that like we heard from feedback and stuff like that, that they wish there was some more private play space. We heard you guys calling and we, we dialed it in. That's exactly right. And so that was really great. We also started doing door prize raffle. And I have to say, DJ Will, he does like such a great job just like managing the flow and just making sure everything is on point. And he really did that for this particular, you know, weekend here, because not only did we have the door prize raffle that we were doing, we wanted to make sure that we had a celebration for a birthday that was happening, too. So like at midnight, he was on point with I'm playing the birthday song. We're going to do a quick announcement and then we'll do the raffle. And it all just like flowed so seamlessly. So I was really happy that my thoughts of how it should be really did come to fruition and there was no bumpiness or anything, you know. So that was really great. And the door prize raffle is sponsored by all of our sponsors, which is SDC, Spunk Lube, Naughty Indulgence, One Condoms, and Mizzy's Boutique. So you get a little bit of everything. So the winner got a year to SDC and then some like mind bender swag and then like some swag through the boutique or whatever. You kind of have like, the Mizzy Bender brand, the My Bender Party's brand, and then... One of those beautiful SDC... Tube tops. Tube tops. Yep, the tube tops. And then we had the One Condoms 
my mender party, they're condom containers. They're really cool, actually. They're a little metal and it comes with three condoms. But truthfully speaking, you can put them in there. It almost reminds me of like a yo-yo kind of. And so we had them at the door also for giveaways. And everybody really appreciates them. It was really cool when you start to see people wearing, you know, the tube tops around. And although I understand like when we build play spaces, the air mattresses are the only way that you can really do that because, in, I mean, unless you have like full fucking trailer production team. But for like what we do, like with the travel and everything, you know, having the air mattresses was like really the most efficient, effective way to do it. But to have the mattresses, real well, often. I mean, you gotta get real, you know, the air mattresses, thank God, they're like, you know, the 24 inch tool, they're high. Yeah. They're not like you lay on a, you know, six inch mattress on the floor. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We have like really nice mattresses and they are really high up yeah. off the ground. But having the real mattresses, I think, adds like a little bit more to, you know, the whole ambiance of it and everything. And so in my opinion, yes, A plus for enhancing the play spaces like that. And God, goodness gracious, they got used up real well in this party. Well, dirty shit. I know it. But yeah, there was like play happening everywhere. They were in the dungeon. They were all up in the open play space. All of the private play spaces were being taken, you know, up and everybody was outside. I mean, there was people everywhere and they were kind of just doing their free flowing thing, not... They were fucking on this stage at one point. At one point, there was like a line of them. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, what is happening up there? And it was just like, you know, girls laying on their back, just getting banged out up on the head stage. Just, hey, okay. It's really like that's one of the things that I love about our events is because it is at your own leisure, own progression on how you want to interact, whether you want to bang in public or you want to go in the private room, whether you just want to watch or not part yeah exactly like there's no pressure in any kind of way and because it's also like a club scene so even though you have all these people fucking on the stage right here there's still people just dancing their asses off like they're at a fucking club just having fun and this night we also had two poles set up normally we only have one pole set up so to have the two different spaces kind of brought a sexier element in kind of like a balanced way across the club because the one pole was up on the stage and then the other was like kind of in the middle of the club. Yeah, the club itself. So it kind of like it really did balance how everybody kind of participated. So I really, really loved it. And then Chris Adams. Fucking get can't forget that man killing the camera. Seriously, I cannot wait to see the photos that he captured because going back to what I was saying earlier, reviewing the content that we captured... I mean, they're great. So we have like the behind the scenes footage of like the photos being taken and then we'll have the professional photos back from Chris, which I can't wait to see. And, you know, I love when people take advantage of him being there because he is such a great photographer. And to be able to have professional photos taken is usually a really expensive you know, saying you get it for free. So capital, you know, like use it and it's there for you guys. And I love most that we got in in more photos because like normally I don't know what the fuck. Like we forget to take photos with ourselves sometimes. But last night we really did a good job of pulling the crowd in, getting some fun, sexy, sassy photos and just having a brand old time. Some of those photos with the girls I think not only were we intimately sexy, but we were laughing our asses off the entire time, too. So it really was so much fun. So going back to like my last podcast about finding like the balance of having, you know, fun and work at the events or whatever, I could definitely say that I had like the balance there because I was still manning the boutique and doing what I needed to do and making sure everything was like running smooth with my job responsibilities for the night. Because I mean, let's face it, when it comes down to the night event, you have more job responsibility, I feel like, than I do. <laughs> You're kind of just like cruising the crowd, watching everything. And so am I, but we're just doing it in different ways. It was nice that we kind of like met up a lot more throughout the night because normally people was like, where's Spencer? Like a little ping pong ball everywhere. So to see that we had like a lot of moments 
not just with us, but like with the the group and the crowd itself was also another really big plus on my great job list for this weekend. Yeah. And tear down. Oh my gosh, did we tear down? So quick. Depressive. You know, I think that we work so much better under pressure because <laughs> we did have a time limit today on when we needed to be out of the club. But breakfast was taking a bit longer. Today was the first time in holy smokes. Yeah, it's been one whole year since we've gone out to breakfast as a group. Normally, well, and I guess it's really because the hotel brought back the waffle breakfast in the morning that we kind of make sure that we like go down for the continental breakfast versus going out and spending money and buying. Well, it's not really continental. They have eggs and sausage and waffles. Oh, I thought like continental just meant it was like free. Uh, no, I think Continental is usually just fruit and muffins, like bagels. Oh, I see. Yeah, so like after they came back officially from COVID and opened everything back up, they opened up breakfast. So like since then, we just, you know, we just eat breakfast there. So what made you actually want to go out for breakfast today? Because you mentioned it yesterday. There's something different. Yeah, just, yeah. And it was nice. Because we always go to the Cozy Grill, right? Yeah. That's what it's called. The Cozy Grill. And it's delicious. OMG, I usually have Eggs Benedict every single time I go there, and it's just so, so tasty. But yeah, so we sometimes get a little bit distracted in the morning, and we were supposed to leave for breakfast by like 9.30. I don't think that we left the hotel until well after 10. So we were already like kind of pushing it. And this, I don't know why we even would do such a thing, because we always know that they're so crowded on Sunday. So I think that we got to the club at like a quarter to 12, maybe. That at 12 o'clock, right? Was it 12? Yeah. And we did. We pulled that shit down. It was like 1.15 and you were in the parking lot, like loading up the truck. I just remember sitting outside looking at my clock being like, 1.15? Oh, we're like out of here. So done. It was fully loaded. Yeah. We had already done the sweep. We were ready. Yeah. So that was like killer. And, you know, Joey's such a great partner because... He really understands like our layout and tries to support like what we're doing as much as possible. So I really, I really, really appreciate the partnership with him because he's so passionate about the club and so passionate about what we do and just like making sure like everything runs so well. It's honestly the most phenomenal transition we could have ever universally had was finding this location. Like I thought, I think it's like so, 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 so great. So that's, I feel like our recap for... The events itself. Well, that's like bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And so now we're on a short break. Yeah. We have two or three weeks off. And then we head to the Paradise Club for September 23rd to vend with Mizzy's Boutique. Yeah. And then the following week after that, we'll be at Fusion Party's Black and White Party. So it will be nice. I'm not going to lie to have a short minute where I can just. Enjoy our backyard? Yes, and not have to worry. I mean, I do know that we have Labor Day plans because we're going to see Theo play at, what is it, like the deck or something. I mean, maybe one day out of the Labor Day weekend we go out. I don't necessarily know what our plans are for the rest of it, but being a little bit more low-key, I would probably say is nice. Yeah, chilling in the backyard. Hopefully, maybe we can make some fucking fires soon, right? We haven't used the fire pit. You spent all summer building this amazing fire pit, and we have yet to sit in it yet. That will be coming. And I mean, I guess September is the time, anyways, because you got like that fallish weather. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it would show us in a switch. Exactly. So, yeah, I would say it will be nice to have the downtime. And then when we regroup, we will be talking about Halloween. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. Yeah. So, you guys definitely need to save the date for October 28th, which is going to be our next event for Halloween, which is Boo. You can RSVP at MyMinnerParties.com. And if you RSVP on SDC, you automatically get put into the group chat. So you kind of have that pre-meet and mingle beforehand with people that you know will be coming. So I kind of encourage you to check that out. If you need the information or a link or something, you can always message me or email me. And I'll get you all that information. Your lives coming up. Yes, I have a bunch of lives. So on September 5th on SDC.com, I'll also be doing a live, which is going to be questions to ask new play partners. And then on the 19th, I will be doing Protect Your Unicorn. And these subjects have come out of some of 
the scenarios, I'll say, that transpired during the events. Because there have been some things that have happened at these events, which I would never associate a situation to an event itself. Not that I think that it impacts the host by any means, but I just don't want their, I just rather not do it that way. That I think there needs to be some education around fucking not really the new play partner questions. That really came from another community member, which I think is an important topic to talk about. But the Protect Your Unicorn one came out of just like some observations that I've seen through the last couple of weeks on how people interact with single females and, you know, that ridiculous scenario that happened at one of those events that like kind of just took both of us, both her and I off guard about boundaries and just behavior and stuff like that. So that will be fun because I'm going to I don't know if I'm necessarily going to do it on my own and like kind of put my thoughts first and then have her come in and then say like her perspective from the unicorn perspective or just do it all together as one conversation. But we have started to bullet point what we think needs to be communicated and shared out. So even though I'm talking and having Spencer on here talking about the adventures and the journey, there are definitely some learnings that have come out of this past month that I'll be doing education pieces on. So you'll be able to catch those two episodes on SDC.com. And then I'll be working on like a specialty podcast on some of the other topics or whatever. And I'm really happy about the SDC lives. I think that it's a great place to bring more education and awareness It's kind of like a new program doing an educational piece in their live segments because their lives are usually just like sexual play. Yeah, people go on there and they're kind of just like doing their, you know, sexual thing on there. So to be like one of the first educators to go on there and really start to spread the awareness and have the conversations, I'm most pumped about because I feel valued. And there's a lot of hard work that's going. Yeah. So it's a really great next step. And I'll be doing two lives a month on that platform going forward. So if there's a topic you want to hear, or again, if you need the link to be able to join, we have free promo codes. So we're more than happy to support your... Explorers? Yes. Is there anything else? No. I don't think so. No? I mean, there's been so much. So much. That's a quick touchdown on a thousand different things, and there's another 2,000 to follow it. Yeah. You know what that means. What is that? That's right. And the podcast just got its first silent sponsor from a big standpoint, which I feel really excited about. And that will go into giveaways and stuff. And so if you listen uh, to the end of this episode, I will share the first giveaway on how to participate in the swag bag. That is sponsored by the silent donor, but it's all swag from Mizzy's Boutique. And there's just like a few steps that you'll have to go through to join or whatever. But I'm really excited to have this new program come about and just have collaborations with somebody else that supports the podcast in such a big way. So I'm really appreciative and thankful for that. And if anybody else, you know, if you have a commercial spot you want or any kind of sponsorship, you reach out to me, MizzyBender at Outlook.com, and we will work that all up for you. This is great. Yeah. So listen, I think that we did capture what we needed to quite well. So I do hope that you continue to support the podcast because you never know when Spencer's going to pop on with his magical thoughts. So yeah, after this commercial break, you'll hear a few of my final thoughts. And that's about it. You want to say goodbye? Have a great night, everybody. And thanks for joining. All right. Well, that's it. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, it was a little bit different and I'm so happy that Spencer was able to join too because I do think that that adds a little charismatic personality to the episodes itself. So that was a fun surprise. Another fun surprise, like I mentioned earlier this episode, is the giveaway. So with the silent sponsor that I had just mentioned on last segment, We are going to be doing a giveaway, and that is two items from the boutique, valued at $50. The first item is Plays Well With Others Upside Down Pineapple Glow Cup, 20 ounces. Phenomenal accessory for everyday outings, but since it glows, it's also really great for the night events, right? And then there's also the Adult Dare Game. This is great for icebreakers. This is great for groups. This is great for two people. Definitely pushes the envelope on your sexual boundaries. 
you could either put the card back or take the cards out before playing. It's at your own discretion, but it's so much fun. So for you to be able to join in, look for my posts on social media, Mizzy Bender on all social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. If you tag three people that would enjoy listening to the Mizzy Bender show, as well as follow me on Podbean, follow the Mizzy Bender show on Podbean, you automatically get entered into the raffle. I will pull the winning name on the first Thursday in October. That episode will be when the winner will be announced. So make sure you go look out for the post. It will also be course all over my social media and I will be doing constant reminders. So you have the entire month of September to get your name in this drawing. So Let's work together and let's build. I can't wait to see who the winner is. And I look forward to more episodes. If you have a comment, question, a discussion thread, whatever it may be, send me a message at mizzybender at outlook.com and we will get things going for you. So until next time, you guys, I'll talk to you super soon. The Mizzy Bender Show, where no topic is off limits. Join the one and only Mizzy Bender as she talks everything sex, curiosities, fantasies, and more. Subscribe to our mailing list to receive the latest event listings and updates.